What's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening or watching, as the case may be. Cogitations. Cogitations is the podcast where we think about things, we contemplate them, we turn them over in our minds, and then we discuss them. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28, Daniel writes, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me. My countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. Now, we're not going to keep the matter in our heart. We're going to talk about it. And today we're going to talk about some good news. I'm going to tell you that <clears throat> I have a, a blind spot. I don't suppose it's a blind spot if I've recognized it. So I guess I, I have a weakness in me, I understand, where I can get too negative. And it's very easy to look out in the sea of Christendom and point out all the negative things and, and see everything that's wrong and not be solutions-oriented and not focus on the grace of God and the mercy of God because I think the, the world right now, as bad as it looks, Christendom, and I'm using that word on purpose, as bad as it looks, is still way better than it absolutely uh, could be. It could be much worse than it is now. But it's also much better maybe than than I give it credit for sometimes, or maybe that we give it credit for sometimes. I don't know, maybe you maybe you don't suffer from that particular problem. Um, if I don't watch it, though, I, I'm kind of like the uh, Ecclesiastes writer. All is vanity, woe is me, nothing's good, everything's worthless, there's no need to try because it's all bad. And that's just not the way to be. And why am I taking so much time to, 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 to bring this out? Is because today I want to talk about something good. And uh, that's what the podcast is going to be about. It's going to be cogitations about a phenomenon that I have seen uh, develop lately where it seems as things are kind of shifting, where once it was, it was pretty bad, and now I think it's getting better. Uh, good afternoon, Gene Bailey and uh, Soli. Good to see you. Aloha, watching from Wah Wahiwa, Hawaii. And I, I, I know I mispronounced that, but he's watching from Hawaii. Uh, Soli was um, uh, or is a graduate from the Memphis School of Preaching, and I knew him a little bit uh, from whenever he was stateside. Well, I guess if he's Hawaii, he's still technically stateside. He's just not on the contiguous United States. Anyway, let's talk about this, about some good news. First off, if you've listened this far, um, think about supporting the podcast. Uh, if you support the podcast, we're able to do more. We're able to get more uh, views, all of that good stuff. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash near churches. The Near Churches brand was started years ago when I was in Northeast Arkansas, and it's just something that's kind of followed me ever since. Uh, there's still a Near Churches page that Barry O'Dell and some people post on, but because I'm not there, it's not really driven. Uh, the, the vision was to have something in Northeast Arkansas specifically, but it's kind of grown bigger than that. And www.patreon.com forward slash Near Churches is just a just an easy way to to support me, and that money goes to me, and it helps me with podcasting and stuff like that. And you can also support me through digitalbiblestudy.org. I do a Tuesday show every night, or every Tuesday, rather. I don't do a Tuesday show every night. I do a Tuesday show every Tuesday. And uh, anyway, you might, you might like that. 
And we have Christianity Now, which airs Tuesday at 10 Central, 11 Eastern. And that's Aaron and Dotson. Aaron Dotson and myself discuss uh, contemporary issues from the timeless truth of God's word. All right. About some good news. Let me let me open this up here. And I was very surprised with the attention that this post got, but also the positive reactions that was on it. And this is funny, okay? This is meant to be lighthearted to be able to uh, use humor to kind of punch a point home. So I'm going to read this. Uh, well, hold on a second. I need to. Uh, I need to find it. There it is. All right. So, just a friendly Halloween public service announcement, and there are four. This day is also a day the Lord has made. There is no such thing as an evil day. It is a theological impossibility. Can't happen. Not a thing. Number two, worship is an act of the heart and commitment to serve. Little kids do not accidentally worship Satan by dressing up like an avocado or a Power Ranger. And I would add, they don't even accidentally worship Satan if they dress up as a witch, a warlock, or Frankenstein's monster, or a vampire, or a ghost. But that's a matter of judgment. If you dress up like a cat because you love cats, that's on you. Horrible. Shows bad taste in animals. But still not an act of evil worship. Now, I don't, I don't believe that cats are as bad as this person says, but that's kind of funny. Now, number three. Candy is good, even on October 31st. Still tastes the same. Maybe better because it's free or stolen from your kids. Even if it's the devil's candy, I mean, exercise some dominion over that stuff, people. Take back what the enemy stole. You are the Lord's people. Have a Reese's for the glory of God. All right, that's frivolous, that's silly, but it illustrates a good point. I think it's funny, and I agree with it. Number four, it is a great day to love our neighbors, show generosity, and not assume that every person who comes to our door started off their day by sacrificing six goats to the Dark Lord. Again, the, it seems like the, the, the golden thread in this is don't take yourself too seriously. Don't attribute motives to actions. If you, if you have a wicked mind, then, then you're going to see wickedness in things that are not really wicked. It may be, no, I'm not going to say that. It is absolutely the case that there are some things associated with man-made holidays, with man-made celebrations that are sinful in and of themselves. For instance, let's take, let's take Halloween for a moment. Um, you're going to dress up in a slutty nurse's outfit and uh, go to a party where there's going to be drinking and, and one night a year where people are, are throwing inhibitions to the wind, that's sinful. But that would be sinful whether or not it was associated with a man-made holiday. So we need to be very careful. We don't need to paint with broad strokes. And I have seen in the past my brethren bicker so much over whether or not Christians should celebrate certain holidays 
And some people say if you celebrate a certain holiday in a certain way, you're going to go to hell. Some people say you can celebrate it, but not as a religious holiday, just as a worldly holiday and partake in the festivities, but you're not really celebrating it. And I'm like, look, man, just look, listen to me. Read Romans 14 through 15, 8. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and about half of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And it'll teach us about matters of judgment, scruple as it's called. And explicitly stated in Romans 14, some, one, one man esteems one day above another and another man esteems not that day. They're both doing it to the glory of God, so just lay off it. And I remember thinking last Easter when I saw so many Christians talk about how terrible it is for Christians to acknowledge an Easter holiday that the world has made. It started with the Catholic Church, all that good stuff. And I made a point. I'm like, look, what the world sees is during a time, and this happens Christmas as well, during a time where you have so many people focused on Jesus and focused on morality and focused on goodwill and love when they wouldn't otherwise even be thinking about it, what, what these people see from the church is you're bad people because you're focused on these things during this time of year. Why wouldn't we leverage these people's heightened sense of morality and, and, and awareness of love and, and all things Christianity to make some actual converts instead of, instead of, instead of uh, looking at little children walking up down the street with a, with a pumpkin uh, going trick-or-treat and he's got a sheet thrown over his head with eye holes cut out in it. Oh, you, 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 must, you must be a devil worshiper because you're, you're dressed up in this. Don't you know that Halloween was the day when in the whatever? And just these kids don't know that. These parents don't know that. It's innocent to them. We have to treat them then as innocent. We can't, we can't judge them for being devil worshipers because they're doing something that is so innocuous. Now, it may be that once somebody is converted to Christ and once somebody starts that learning process where they learn more, where they have, they're going to have different types of convictions five years into the growth process than they do five minutes into the growth process, it may well be that, that if we train up our people and our converts right and teach the truth of God's word, that there will be a natural shift away from these kind of activities. You know, I find that now, and, and granted, we don't have little children. I mean, my son is 19 years old. My daughter's 18. So trick-or-treating hadn't been an issue for us in years. But we dressed our children up and, and let them go trick-or-treating whenever they were young. And I will say this just from a personal standpoint, I don't know that I would do that if I had young children now. Um, and only, and not all of it is because of Halloween and, and what I think it portrays and, and what I think it's based in. Uh, some of it has to do with the society and I think it's weird in this society, uh, to go up to a stranger's house and get candy. I, I, I like the old, I like the idea of trunk or treating where a, a group of people, uh, from a, from a social group, uh, and such as the church. And I know the church isn't just a social club. 
but it is a club. It's a kingdom. It's an organization that has a, a social aspect to it. So you get like-minded, like-valued people who share the same values get together and and they do trunk or treating instead of going to strangers' houses. That I, I think that works better in this day and age. But my point is this: um, if we give people space to grow, so if you you baptize somebody into Christ in September, and whenever you see them trick or treating with their kids, and the mama's dressed up like a witch. I'm not talking a slutty witch. I'm just talking about a mama witch. And the children are dressed up as ghouls and goblins and, and stuff like that. How are you going to treat that person that's a brand new Christian that hasn't had the years to develop these kind of convictions and scruples that you have? How are you going to treat them? You're going to treat them as devil worshipers? You want to treat them as having all of the base knowledge that you have to be able to make a decision on how to guide their lives in that way where God, quite frankly, has not legislated, well, then, then we're going to do a lot of damage. And the the good news here of this podcast, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is I had 94 interactions, 21 comments, and 87 shares, and there was not one piece of negative feedback that I received which is odd for Facebook. Now, it may be that I've curated it may be that I've curated my friends list to where if if you're that petty and and the only way only reason and the only time you show up on my timeline is to disagree with me, I've probably gotten you gone. So, my friends list is curated to people who are like-minded with me. So, the fact that I didn't get any negative feedback might not be indicative of anything. But I don't care. I'm going to say, hey, this makes me feel good. This makes me feel good that 94 interactions, 87 shares, and 21 comments, they were all like, yeah, we dig it. Some of them took the opportunity to talk about the cat and like, well, I don't know what you have against cats, but I agree with the rest of it and stuff like that. It was all good fun. People didn't take it too seriously. People understood what was, what was being said. People understood the the message. And I feel like maybe five or six years ago that that wouldn't have happened. So maybe this is an area where we're kind of progressing. Progressing is not a bad thing. I don't think we need to be progressive for being progressive's sake. But we certainly... Um, we certainly don't need to be stagnant just for the sake of conservation because we may find that if we're progressive just for being progressive's sake, we are progressing past something that is very healthy that we needed to conserve. And if we, and if we stay stagnant just for the sake of being conservative or just for conservation's sake, then we are conserving something that we needed to progress past. So we need to... I think I think it's key is study to show yourself approved unto God. Work when the needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And what we're going to find is we're going to be much more loving, much more long-suffering, much more forgiving, and we're not going to judge someone's motives and assign intent and and motive to their actions, and we're going to help people grow and mature in Christ and it will end up being a net positive, and there will be more people in heaven in eternity 
for our being that way. So anyway, that's really all I've got here. I, I just, look, I, I want to I be on record. There's some things that go on around Halloween that if you partake in them and don't repent of that, you're going to go to hell. Period. But just like with Christmas and Easter and, and just like Labor Day and Memorial Day and just like the 4th of July uh, for the United States of America, just like July 1st for Canada, and I've, I've run out of, I mean, that, that's my knowledge of national holidays. But Thanksgiving, you know, there are there are there are activities that you can partake in that are that are sinful. But simply acknowledging that these days exist and acknowledging God on these days, that's that's not going to get you in any trouble. So, um, I appreciate your time and attention. Hadn't been an overly long episode, but you know what? They don't need to be very long all the time. And uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to keep doing these uh, live streams, these episodes more and more. Uh, This week I released a podcast on Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. I took off Thursday, and now, of course, I'm doing this one today. And hopefully I'm I'm going to keep making them as a, a live stream, and I'll just take the audio and upload it to the archive. And that's what I'll be doing today. If you, and thank you so much for those of you that have commented, Be sure and follow the Cogitations Facebook page and be sure and share the Cogitations Facebook page. Invite your friends to like it because this is going to be the main place where I'm streaming. Um, Also, uh, the 2x2 podcast uh, for Aaron Dotson. uh, The 2x2 podcast and Cogitations podcast and Digital Bible Study Facebook page will be the three locations where you can find the Christianity Now podcast. And um, other than that, uh, let's let's treat everybody with with respect, and let's assume the best in our brethren, and let's not assume that if uh, somebody shares a picture in December of a Christmas tree in their house, let's not assume that they're a bunch of pagan worshipers that have dove off into Catholicism and have forsaken the Lord's Church. Let's just assume that they threw a Christmas tree up because they like Christmas and they like the songs and they like peace, love, and goodwill on earth and they like the time of year, let's not assign motive and intentions to their actions, and let's not bind where God hasn't bound. This has been Tony Brewer with Cogitations. Be sure and subscribe to Cogitations on just about wherever you'd listen to podcasts, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side.